For more than 65 years, Marin Health Medical Center, formerly Marin General Hospital, has been meeting our community's health care needs. And we are proud to present the Healing Podcast. Here's Bill Klaproth. A poll by the National Sleep Foundation found that 76% of parents have frequent sleep problems. And here to talk with us about sleep deprivation is Dr. Jennifer Voss, a board-certified OBGYN and the current chairman of the Department of OBGYN at Marin General Hospital. Dr. Voss, thank you so much for your time today. So we all know sleep is important, but is sleep after baby even more important? Well, in some ways, it's more important uh, simply because you get so much less of it. It's really challenging to to get good sleep when you have a newborn because newborn babies' sleep patterns are quite different from an adult, and they naturally cycle through sleep much faster, which then means they wake up, and that means, of course, the parents must wake up, um, which is not our normal sleep pattern. So sleep deprivation is kind of part of the natural uh, process of parenting, but at the same time, it's not really ideal for an adult for their sleep patterns. Right. So what are the negative consequences then of lack of sleep when your sleep pattern is all kind of uh, different than what you're used to? Well, you know, for one, you're obviously exhausted and uh, daytime exhaustion is challenging because you uh, may find that your moods suffer. Uh, one of the unfortunate things that um, occurs, especially in women postpartum, is that about 10 to 15% of women may suffer from postpartum depression. Um, and uh, we know that sleep deprivation plays a role with that. And certainly it's more common for women to have mood issues if their sleep is very poor. Um, so, you know, we, we like to try to give people tips as to how they might improve their sleep in a situation when we already know that it's going to be difficult. So are there other signs that someone is sleep deprived? I know you talked about daytime exhaustion and postpartum. Are there other signs someone should be aware of? Uh, well, you know, you just don't tend to think as clearly. Uh, so a lot of times people will find that they just feel cloudy, feel like their uh, short-term memory is an issue. Sometimes you just, your cognitive function is just not as good. And so you can't remember things like where you've left your car keys or, you know, trying to, to organize your day. All of those things can just take a little bit more effort. You just don't think as clearly when you're tired. Gotcha. Okay. So for the sleep deprived parent that is listening to this right now going, Dr. Voss, give me some help. Can you share some tips with us for better sleep? Yeah. Well, I think one of the things you have to do is actually prioritize sleep a little bit. Uh, so, you know, when you are caring for a newborn, unfortunately, it means that a lot of the other things that you normally do, like cleaning your house and managing dishes and doing laundry, those things you kind of have to allow to fall by the wayside a little bit in order to prioritize taking a nap or getting some sleep. I think that unfortunately parents sometimes are hard on themselves and feel like they're not doing a good enough job parenting and they need to kind of just let some of those things go and realize that, that getting enough sleep is really beneficial. So you got to work at it. So you got to prioritize sleep. And can you make up for lost sleep? You can. Uh, you know, the, the, the thing that you can't make up for is sort of the broken nature of sleep with a newborn. But um, you can definitely make up for it by trying to take naps. And I do think that in a way, one of the best things to do is actually set a bedtime for yourself. Um, you know, when the, the baby goes to sleep in the evening, as opposed to trying to, you know, get things done in that first couple hours of sleep, um, you know, if you actually go to sleep as well, 
then even though you may be going to sleep at 8 o'clock in the 12 hours of time between 8 p.m. and 8 a.m., you're probably only going to sleep half of those. And so um, by prioritizing it and giving yourself a bedtime and realizing that it's okay to maybe leave some of those chores undone, um, then I do think that people end up being actually happier in the end because they get a little bit more sleep. So you talked about naps. So when the baby goes to sleep, if you're able to take a nap then, is that a good idea? And on the weekends when your partner is around, if you can grab that nap, you definitely say that's a good idea then. Yeah, it's definitely a good idea. And sometimes people find it difficult to sleep during the day. So having a place where the room is dark, uh, where it's cool, um, avoiding the use of screens uh, within that time, are, you know, all of those things are quite helpful. Uh, the other thing is just asking for help. You know, you can have somebody come over during the daytime and give you a little break just to give you some time to nap. Um, and all of those things, I think, are, are beneficial. And what about the late night feedings? Is it advisable to try to switch off with your partner? Well, certainly in some couples that works well. Um, sometimes it really does depend. Uh, if you have a, a newborn that can transition between breastfeeding and bottle feeding, then having, you know, the 3 a.m. feeding um, be performed by the partner can be helpful. Uh, but, of course, you know, then what happens sometimes is the, the woman has to pump, um, which also kind of disrupts sleep in its own way. So I think that, you know, it, it depends on the situation. Sometimes that can be very helpful. But if it ends up that, um, that the mom is just waking up and pumping as opposed to waking up and breastfeeding, then that, you know, can create a whole different stress. So I think it really depends on um, the sleep patterns of the baby and how well breastfeeding is going uh, and uh, if they have the opportunity to do that. For many people, that is helpful. Very good. And Dr. Voss, if tips like these don't work, is it advisable for a parent to seek the advice of a doctor? Well, it certainly can be. It also depends on the age of the child. So, you know, newborns themselves, you know, don't have, they, they have a pretty set sleep pattern, which can't really be altered. Um, but as they mature and age, then uh, there's a lot of different interpretations of what a normal, healthy sleep pattern should be for a baby. Um, and a lot of pediatricians have insight into different methods of sleep training and trying to get the baby to develop a healthy sleep pattern, which then allows the parents to get a more healthy sleep pattern. So I would say that, yes, if there are some challenges with with trying to get the baby to sleep well at night, it's a good thing to discuss with a pediatrician. Oh, that's interesting. So you can talk to the pediatrician about the baby's sleep patterns. And for yourself, if you feel like, I just can't catch up, the naps aren't working, I'm trying to prioritize sleep and I can't, is it good for the parent to seek the advice of a doctor as well to, to yeah. maybe get some help for themselves? Well, they, there's there are a bunch of different, you know, there's, there's the possibility that it's all simply related to having a newborn, but there are other sleep issues. There's, you know, insomnia that people may have had prior to having a child, and there are things such as sleep apnea, which can impact sleep. So one of the benefits of seeing a physician is that we can try to, to figure out, is this simply just trying to raise a newborn? Or is there really another sleep abnormality that's going on that could actually be treated differently? The other thing is is that we would definitely screen for postpartum mood abnormalities because we know that that, that can also be a source of insomnia. And Dr. Voss, for that sleep-deprived parent that's listening right now, what else do they need to know? 
Uh, well, you know, we like to also remind people to be careful if they're, you know, if it's a period of time when they just haven't caught up on their sleep and they're finding that their cognitive ability isn't as good. You know, we know that um, especially for things like driving, you know, it can impact your ability to react and drive safely. And so, you know, we recommend that if parents are exhausted or to be very careful when they're um, out, you know, with a motor vehicle. And also just, um, you know, to to make sure that they feel like they're they're functioning well enough on their own because I think that parents have a hard time asking for help, again, because they feel a little bit like, um, you know, they may not be doing a good enough job. Um, and we want to remind people that parenting is difficult and that they they should feel like it's okay to ask for help if they need it. Well, that makes sense, Dr. Voss. And thank you for your time today. For more health tips and information from Marin General Hospital, join Health Connection at maringeneral.org slash health connection. That's maringeneral.org slash health connection. This is the Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin General Hospital. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin Health Medical Center formerly Marin General Hospital. And for more information, go to mymarinhealth.org. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out our full podcast library for topics of interest to you. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.